Hey there, and welcome back to Positive Music, a podcast by music fans for music fans. We are your hosts, Matt and Jeff, a father-son music-loving duo. Today's episode, we got albums that came out, which again, there's nothing. It's Christmas season, so there's no albums that are going to be coming out, which sucks. Um, and then we have a couple albums that we brought to each other. Uh, I treated Jeff this week. I finally gave him a week where it wasn't too bad for Thank him. Thank God for that. Yep. And then I got a couple would you rather questions. I think I brought five just to spice things wow, up. Wow, five. Wait a second. You didn't prepare me for that one. No, I put it in you there. You said but he I... threw me a couple, not five. Four of them are music. One of them is just for funsies. Yeah, and, and this time we're actually live together. Yeah, we're we're live. We're sitting next to each other for the first time since summer. Well, we're live uh, recording, but not you know. not not actually. <laughs> we're we're pretty delayed in our heads. Um, but we're live here. Yeah, we're really delayed in our heads. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's really cool. We actually get to do uh, a live podcast. We haven't done one of those since the summer when we first started. And uh, yeah, and then our big segment this year. We wow, we are on episode twenty-two. Episode twenty-two. We've been doing pretty dang good. Wow, we've had a lot of episodes, and it's a lot of fun. We haven't stopped talking about anything yet. Oh, okay. We haven't been bored of it yet, which is surprising. <laughs> All right, uh, and then our our big one of the year is we're going to do something. I don't know if we're going to bring this back or not, but we're taking a look into review on a certain year. This year being nineteen seventy-five. So we're going to talk about some I'm albums. I'm not quite sure why you came up with nineteen seventy-five. Just because wish I saw it in a TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> oh there it is the truth comes out yeah i saw it in a tiktok because it's on tiktok like, we're doing it on the podcast well i saw it and i was like wow these are some really good albums um like it was well, insane every every, uh, every year is going to have a good album yeah a good couple but this one had a lot well, like a lot I, more than i was expecting well, yeah uh why because it's actually good uh, music. okay uh, if you're on tiktok go give this guy a look uh steve.s.clark uh, he does this, and he reviews albums, and the first one that he did was 1975, because he said it was one of his favorite album reviews. Mm. So if you guys uh, if you guys are on TikTok, go give him a look. He does it a bunch. And there you so, go. Ta-da. Yeah, so I got the idea from TikTok. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, classic. Yeah, um, episode 22 might be our last, folks. Yep, TikTok's ruining us. Uh, anyways. We're going down. All right, so we'll we'll dive into the released albums. Um, I did one that was just a small five-track EP, because I'm stretching for anything here. And it was Puya and Fat Nick's drop out of school too, and it was, oh god, drop, it was drop bad. out of the charts. Yeah, it, I don't, I don't know if it is even going to get near the charts. Bad. That's, I'm sorry. Uh, it was so Puya is a good artist that is a good. He's a, the best feature artist you can have out there. So if you want like a featured guy on your song, Puya is good at that. But his own music is not good by himself. So in other words, he should just stay to doing the uh... the features. He's great at them. Four of his top five songs in his uh, his like Spotify thing are features. <laughs> so, I mean, he, he has one song there, of his there, own. There it tells you, right there. His one song of his own also has three features on it. So, it's like, come on. It's it's not really fully his song in the end. All right, so let's just cut it short. And what do you want me to play uh, off this crap? Well, what's the first song? Um, Static. Static is their best one. Which really? is, yeah, it's surprising. It, it has a good beat to it, but I didn't, just, you know. Ta-da! 20 seconds of static by Puya and Fat Nick. Yeah, not Skinny Nick, Fat Nick. You gotta Fat remember Nick. that. Yeah, Fat Nick. <laughs> wow, so, that so, was fun! Yeah, wow, riveting. that was exciting. Well, that's, my... that's all my albums that I listened to this week. <laughs> well, I picked out one, and it was released actually in November, which I'm surprised... Maybe that was the week we didn't do something. It could have been. But I uh, Matt gave me an uh, album this week of Green Day, 
And so when I was playing that one, I came across that Billy Joe Armstrong, lead singer of Green Day, did a solo album full of covers. Covers! Called, we talked about that earlier. <laughs> called uh, No More Mondays, I believe it's called. No More Mondays. No more saying cuss words. So, you know, this was kind of fun. Um, you know, it, it, I... I, I uh, he did, <laughs> Get it out there. Get okay, it out. Well, Come on. All right, so I think we're alone now. I'm trying to remember the name of the band that did it. I want to say... Uh, the, the the vinyls, hmm? I can't remember. But uh, Manic Monday from the Bengals, which was written yeah. by uh, Prince. Prince. Yeah. So that was that was on here. Uh, that thing you do, I believe, is a '60s doo-wop. I can't remember the name the band of the name of the band that did that one. Um, Kids in America again, another cover. Uh, um, it's all. I mean, I should say they're all all covers. They're all covers. Yeah. Some of the songs were really good. Some of the songs were. Just there. Yeah, I mean, I can I can see what he was going for. I said I think this was kind of like that first album to come out of the the COVID boredom. Hey, yeah. why don't I just sing a bunch of cover songs and make an album? Yeah, why while not? I'm sitting at home doing absolutely yeah, he, nothing. He probably Billy Joe has a lot of money. He probably has his own studio in his house. Right. I mean, I'm sure all no these, chance. most of these artists have some kind of a studio. I mean, shit, we, we're doing a studio with two microphones and a, <laughs> two turntables and a microphone. Yeah, seriously. Where it's at? Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm not. Anyway, I don't even so have my. <laughs> I, I took my microphone off of my stand because my stand is actually upstairs. Uh, so it's and like, I'm holding it right now in my hand. Yeah. So it's like so hello. I can go like this really easy, and I can shake the yeah, sound no a lot. I mean, it was it was okay. I I think it was just kind of average. I um, I wouldn't run out and buy it by any means. I, but I I think there's a couple songs on there. Manic Monday. I think we're alone now. And that thing you do are the, probably the three strongest songs on there. Uh, a couple other ones that are older songs like War Stories, Corpus Christi, Amico. Eh, I mean, it, it was kind of a cool twist, but eh, yeah, not it's for not, me. But it's I'll play a little best. bit of Manic Monday just because I liked it and it was pretty cool. And then we can move on to the next segment because we got nothing else. There you go. You got 25 seconds of Manic Monday by Billy Joel Armstrong off of No Fun Mondays. No more Mondays. Well, it's No Fun Mondays. I told you. Oh, no you you told it's me. No, it's No Fun Mondays, I guess. Oh, geez. You got to text me right. Come on. Here. Right. Well, you know what? No more. No fun. <laughs> Well, I mean, you texted me the other album wrong, too. Moving on, next segment Yeah, okay, here. fine. We'll move I on did. to the next segment here, but... I did, didn't I? He brought me an album, and he goes, he goes, hey, you should listen to the what? The uh, uh, TNT album from... Yeah, Boston Scott-led Yeah, bon, Yeah, the Bon Scott-led... Bon Scott, that's it. TNT uh, album, album from ACDC, uh, uh, which like, was I, more like High Voltage, but I don't know why I didn't think of High Voltage. Because TNT's on the album, but I was like, I uh, Dad... Uh, there is no, <laughs> there's no TNT album out there. And then, and then yeah. I oh. thought it was being really tricky because the topic we're going to talk about is 1975 albums. And the song TNT was released in 75, but the yep. album was not released until 76. So we were a little close, but I mean, but anyway, going back it's to the it, thought that counts, this is <laughs> it's, it's ACDC's what first studio album, right? No, I no 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 I can't no I don't I'm pretty I think sure. it is I on Spotify. It is what. No Spotify, way! It is ACDC's first album. Was was High Voltage? High Voltage. No way! I didn't. You know, I didn't know that. Okay, yeah. So high there you Voltage go. Is their first there album you go. I gave you. I gave you <laughs> right before Dirty Deeds, Dungeon Cheap. Yeah, that's fine. Um, and so it's a long way to the top if you want to rock and roll. That I only hear. Like I said, I relate everything to movies. <laughs> uh, it is always School of Rock when I hear that song. Oh my god! It is always School of Rock. Serious? Yes. 
Because they used uh, it in school. When I was a kid, did you know I thought Jack Black was the lead singer of ACDC? I think he wants to be the lead singer of ACDC. But... Did, you, did you know that I actually seriously thought that as a kid? I thought it was Jack right, Black. So there's, I, got, I got a little story to tell about this album. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> so I was probably, I don't know, I was probably 8, 9, 10 years old. And my parents were divorced. Uh, my mom gave me, I don't know, she gave me thirty dollars. She wanted to, she wanted to buy, she wanted a fan mm-hmm. for her bedroom, uh, for her birthday or Christmas or something. So she said, "Here's thirty dollars. Go find me a fan that you like, and that would be the like her Christmas present or whatever. I can't remember if it was Christmas birthday. Yep. Anyway, long story short is, I remember my dad taking me to Kmart, I believe. Back in the day, because Kmart was kind of a... Kmart was the lit spot. Yeah, you know? I guess so. Uh, and it, I got the dumb idea in my head that, oh, I can buy my mom a $20 fan. I got $10 for myself, and I bought myself the ACDC cassette of High Voltage. <laughs> really? Yeah, so I bought her a personal fan. Strategic planning. Yep. So she gave me $30. I spent $10 on myself, spent $20 on her. Needless to say, she was not very happy with me. I would not be surprised with that one. No, I got in trouble for that one. Yeah. But I got to keep the I got to keep the CD or the cassette. That's always good to hear. Uh, so there's goods and there's bads, you know. Yeah, you know. <laughs> so my music background takes, mm-hmm. I guess, front and center. I guess it's know. always funny. Yeah. Uh, so there's my little story about high voltage. Yeah. So back to high voltage. Uh, <laughs> TNT obviously is the biggest song in the album, for good reason. It is fun. It is flirty. The Jack is fun. Livewire is fun. Yeah. She's, she's got, got balls. Yup, yup, yup. I like she's got balls a lot. <laughs> I think it was a lot. It was like, it's just so fun. But this album is good, uh, like, as a whole. Yeah. There's just... It, it kind of sets things up. It sets... It, it perfectly sets up and ACDC. Dirty their... Deeds kind of takes it a twist the wrong way. Mm-hmm. And then you get into... It goes into... to Let There Be Rock. So, yeah. Then you got Let There Be Rock. And then Power Porridge. And then... Uh, if you want blood. No, you want blood. You got it, okay. And yep. then Highway to Hell. Highway to Hell, and then and back this is where in you black. get to the big stretch. Uh, well, see, back in black the, for those well, who Highway to Hell would be the end of Bon Scott. So Bon really? Scott did Highway to Hell. If you want blood, Power Ridge, Let There Be Rock, Dirty Deeds, and High Voltage. Then comes Brian Johnson for Back in Black. For those about to rock, Flick of the Switch, Fly in the Wall, Who Made Who, Blow Up Your Video, Razor's Edge. Uh, I don't. You know, I don't. Know, yeah, basically, but, after but, Razor's Ball Edge Breaker, uh, Stiff Upper Lip, Black Ice. Yeah, this is Rocker Bust, and then Power Up for this year. Yeah, I mean, there's that's a <laughs> that's, a, that's a hell of a lot of albums for a band to put out that I don't think they've ever been sober since 1970. Fair enough. I mean, that's uh, I don't. Even, maybe they are now. I, I have no know. idea. Maybe, maybe rehab's treating them well. Jeez, I don't know anymore. Uh, anyways, High Voltage is fun. Uh, it sets up perfectly for their career to continue and for good reasons i think this is a great debut album for a band if not one of the best and it's fun i gave this one an eight well there you go i mean what do you want me to play oh for those but to rock (laughs) it's I love it. It's it, it, like it's, no, no, no. You can't play for those about the rock. That's not. Oh, answer. am I? What song am I thinking of? I don't know. I'm just going nuts, huh? Go TNT or uh, it's a long way to the top. I mean, it's a long way to the top. If you want to rock and roll? Yeah, that's the one I was relating. There we go. Close enough. All right, here it's we go. It's a long way.
guess I kind of went a little long there, but you kind of get lost in that one. Yeah, because it's a great <laughs> guitar solo to start awesome. off awesome. their awesome. first album. Right, what? exactly. Jeff was talking about this during the song. Unfortunately, it's not going to be in there because, you know, i got to edit and stuff and make sounds better. But Jeff was saying, like, this is the their opening song to an album, and it's an iconic guitar riff that everybody knows now. Right. Which is insane. That's, that's just so cool. I find it just sick. I don't know. <laughs> That's the best I could say. I find it just sick. I find it just sick, dude. Okay, I guess we'll go with that. Yeah. All right, so the one that Matt was so nice enough to give me this week, so thank nice. God. Uh-huh. I got, actually, Dookie by Green Day. Dookie. Dookie. <laughs> My favorite Green Day song isn't even off this album anyways. No, it's not, but this is an awesome album. I mean... Oh, this is a great album. I mean, this is what, their second album? I this was second, think right? second or first. Kerplunk was the first on 92, but Dookie was really the first full-blown album, I believe. But, I mean, it's got some good songs on there. Basket Case comes off of this one, mm-hmm. which is my favorite. Um, but, you know, Longview is great. Basket Case is great. Yep. Uh, you know, when I come around, yep. I, you know, there's just songs that you would recognize. Yeah, it's 15 songs, but it's only 38 minutes and 22 seconds. So I mean, really, that does define the pop punk era, though. It does. It's short. If you think about it. Green short, Day was punchy one of the songs. Yeah, they're they're aggressive. They're short and they're fun, and they switch things up a lot. So I mean, I I was so happy to finally have something I can actually listen to that I hadn't listened to in a while, to be honest with you. And so it was kind of fun to revisit and. And uh, uh, hey, yeah. can you can you guess my favorite Green Day song? Let's 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 do a little quiz here. It c- does not come off this album. It does not come off this album. Mm-hmm. Does it come off the album American Idiot? No. Oh, it does not. No, it does not. Oh, it comes off Nimrod then, huh? Nope. No. In between Nimrod and Dookie, it comes what? off of Insomniac. Really? Wait a second. What's on Insomniac? Okay, let me see what I can figure this out. Wait, wait. I'm pretty sure you could figure it out once you look at the song. Wait, you want brain stew? Yeah, it's brain stew. <laughs> it's brain stew. That's my favorite song. <laughs> like once you figure out the album, you're like, okay, yeah, you it's like okay, let me there's find not it. much yeah, in okay. that album. But you know, I I am a sucker for okay. Was it on American Idiot? I believe it was. Hang on, American Idiot is which so is the, good which is the one they had the really long song that I oh, well, I uh, love. Wake me up, holiday in September. Boulevard but of Broken no, Dreams. No, but I do like when Wake me up when September ends. That's one of my favorite. Like kind of a mushy. Mm-hmm. But uh, I know they did. Maybe it was. Like it was 21st. Holiday and Boulevard. It was Jesus of Suburbia. May, yeah, it was that's Jesus it, of Suburbia. Yeah, yeah. Yes, that's a good. You know, song that's too. you know where it's super long. Yeah, it's so good. And it, and it breaks down into different areas. Yeah, it was cool. It kind of reminded me of a little twenty one twelve Russia area. So that was kind of cool. Anyway, we're diversing because we're now we're not talking about the right album. We're so talking we're, about Green Day. That's all that matters. All right, Anyways, so we're going go go to go back to Dookie. Dookie yeah. <laughs> Released in 94, even before you were born, Matt. Yeah, I know, but I still like it. I just, uh, also, fans out there, I just bought it on vinyl. You did. I just picked this one up recently. I was at the record store, and I saw it, and I was like, well, we're talking about it this week. So, it's kind of funny to buy it, too. Might as well buy it. Might as well, exactly. Okay, fine. Twist my arm. All right, I think I should play Basket Case, just because I should. Okay, I'm gonna. Sometimes I give myself the creeps. Sometimes my mind plays tricks on me It all keeps setting up I think I'm cracking up Am I just paranoid? Am I just stuck? There you go. There's a little bit of Basket Case by Green Day. One of the coolest songs out there. It is so fun. Okay. Uh, I cannot complain at all. What did you give that one? I'm curious. I don't know if you've rated it or not, but what would well, you give it? You know, I, I think I would give it a solid seven. 
Okay. That's I, one of the I, higher I, ones that I've ever I, given you. I, I would think it's a solid seven. I, I don't think I can go to an eight just because the second half kind of... It's, it's a little weaker. I'll yeah, give you that. It, it falls the second off half, a little bit, but... Yeah. I mean, it's got some great iconic songs on it, so I kind of, you know, you got to put it up above a five. So I, I'd say it's seven. Would you? What, what album do you like better, this or American Idiot? <laughs> because they're both very similar in the same ways. The first half is really strong. The second half kind of falls off. I actually like American Idiot a little bit. Okay, I wasn't sure about it or not. But I, I, I don't know why that that album just. I, I'm drawn to that one. It's it's so good. I remember listening. My one of the, my favorite songs on the album was American Idiot, and I was upstairs singing along on my um, stereo system that I had as a kid, and I had a CD in there. So Jeff always had cassettes. I had CDs back in the day, so. and I was came downstairs one night for dinner, and I was like, "Mom, I learned all the words to American Idiot," and she goes, "Really? All of them?" I was like, "No, I don't see the F word. It's okay." <laughs> But I knew every other word oh to God. the song, You're except funny. and I was I was still too childish You're to say funny. the f word when I was that young too. You're funny. Oh, uh, yeah. So that's why I relate to Green Day a lot. And actually, guess who really likes Green Day? Julia. Julia. Wow. Surprisingly, loves Green Day. So shouts out to you, Julia. Uh-huh. Yeah. You got okay. So, you actually got something in common. I know. One we thing. We both like Green Day. <laughs> we both like Green Day. How can you? How can oh you like my Green God. Day? All right, we'll move on to the would you rather questions, and I got five oh, funky right. ones for oh, you. The pain, the pain. I feel like I feel like there's they're a little easier this week. The I'm not going to be commences. too hard. Okay, let's go for it. Get it over with. Are uh, you ready? No. Would you rather be forced to dance anytime you hear music, or forced to sing anytime you hear music? Ooh. This is an easy one for me. I would sing. I'd sing. I would sing. I can't dance to can't save my do, life. I can't do either one. So I can sing. I think sing would be because uh, you're not clarifying how loud I have to sing. So I could I could sing. Well, it, it, I'm quietly. not clarifying how loud you have to dance. You could just like tap your finger like this. I guess. Well, no, that doesn't. I mean, I mean, just a little yeah, boogie yeah, here and there, okay, just a little I, sh- yeah, shoulder shimmy. No, I don't know. I, I I'm yeah. I'm going to sing. Okay, go I sing. sing a, I sing to my music anyways. All right, all right, all right. I'll so sing. I'll go sing. But I'll I wasn't sing. sure about you because it's a little closer. Yeah, no, I'd sing. All right, fair enough. All right. Would you rather live without music or without TV? No TV. That quick. That so no news. Nope. No nothing. Nope. Wow. You have to get your news from the radio, which you probably do anyways because you're old and you listen to WZZO radio sometimes. Nope. I, I couldn't do it without music. Wow, that's impressive. I mean, I'm not surprised. Uh, you have a lot of music. I, I can I can immense myself for multiple hours listening to music without yeah. having a TV on. Yeah, that's fair. I, I'm I'm with you in the same boat. I don't need TV to get by. I can use video games as my focusing yeah, point on the screen. You're on a TV? No, like TV is like like, oh, like okay. cable you're TV. Oh, you're, see, you're satellite up. TV you're channels. You're changing no, it up TV a channels. TV channels. TV channels. Oh, no, TV channels. I didn't say video games or music because that's a harder topic. But we're talking about TV or music. <laughs> I made it easier for me, okay? <laughs> yeah, I see that. You see how these questions are skewed? All right, coming off the Allie Rotter Christmas Spectacular. Oh, Allie Fields Christmas Spectacular. Yeah, slip Allie up. Fields. Allie Fields. Um, would you rather only listen to Christmas music or only listen to musicals? <laughs> His face just looked into straight. I don't know what to do here. I don't really know what to do. Because they're both terrible. They both suck. They both are not good. Honestly, I've actually been getting into the Christmas music this year. 
No. I'm going to go Christmas music. Really? Yeah, I know. You've been getting into Christmas music. I did. I turned it on, and Mom was like, are you listening to Christmas music? I said, yeah. Who turned it on? I said, I did. (laughs) What? She she says, you? I said, yeah. Wow. I turned it on. I am 100% going musicals here. Uh, I think I can get by with listening to Hamilton enough. And like... Just not listen to much music anymore. Just as long as I don't have to listen to Mariah Carey and Christmas music, then it would be different. I mean, if yeah, if, between, if there was no All I Want was, for Christmas is You. If it was musicals or Mariah Carey Christmas music, then I'm out for Christmas music. Wow. To be fair, to there me. is some good old Christmas music. There you go. But that means that you'd have to listen to it all year round. <laughs> <laughs> February Christmas music time. <laughs> Uh, no, all right, Christmas in February, Christmas in March, yeah. Christmas in J-Pop, oh, yeah. May, June. It, it's okay. been cu- coming out from Christmas in July, so ever since, yeah. I don't know. Never. Ever, basically, yeah. It's Never and ever. Made up holiday. All okay. Right. Would you rather smash a guitar in front of a sold-out audience, you being the guitarist, or pick out a guitar and keep it, but any guitar you want? Oh, that one's easy. Smash it. No, keep it. Smash it. Hell no. The the rush, the feeling of like excitement as you bring the guitar down and smash it. No, I would cry. I feel like it's not it's not the guitar you picked. It's just like you playing in front of a sold out show and then at the end just breaking the guitar. No, because it would be over after that because I know that would be a one and one and done for me. So I would have the guitar for us forever. I was I feel like the rush I would get when smashing it would be just be so cool. Yeah, but it's like a drug. It's like okay. You did it. It's a rush of adrenaline. You want to go back and get more, but you can't. You can keep the parts. I would keep the <laughs> the keep the uh, the the what's the, the no the, the no no you keep the no. I don't know. Anyways, I'd smash it. Nope. I just oh hundred percent just I'm, no. I'm but when you when you pick the guitar, you, you said any guitar. I could have any Van Allen's, whatever his whatever his funky cool oh, guitar, whatever he calls it. Shit. Yeah, you. Or could. I could pick Prince's guitar, which. That would be cool too. Uh, yeah, you said I could pick any guitar. Yeah, I guess. See, oh, uh, you you're kind of swaying me. No, 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 no. You, Claire, know, you said like, the question. Like, like you the said the question. Any guitar. I said any, any guitar. guitar. I understand. I hear yeah, you. Yeah, you did. Oh, uh, okay. Ha. Fine. Fine. But I'm still smashing it. I don't care. If I can smash, so if you got guitar, Prince's guitar, you'd smash it. No, because I'm not going to pick Prince's guitar. You don't get to pick your guitar in live stage. Well, but you can't when, do one or both. No, you can't. When you pick the guitar, you don't get to perform live. I don't want to perform live. I just want the damn guitar. I feel like it would be cool to perform live once in front of no. a sold-out audience and then smash I could, it. I could pretend like I was live when I hold the guitar, and I would feel much better. All right, fair enough. Okay. All right, now here's the fun one. I told you I had one weird one for you. You ready? This is the last one. Okay. So it could be worse. I don't think so. Would you rather be covered in fur or in scales? What? Fur or scales? What the hell does that <laughs> have to do with anything? <laughs> it doesn't have to do anything with. I just I was looking up questions and I found this one. And I was like, oh, this is hilarious, and I need to know your answer. So instead of your skin, you either have fur or hail. <laughs> fur or scales? <laughs> fur or scales? It's a tough one. I'm going scales. I'm going fur. I thought about it. Be nice and fluffy. Yep. But then you have no protection. If you get the scales, you have protection. Scales give you more protection, but fur gives you more warmth in the winter. I'd be like didn't, chewy. Didn't, didn't say we had to be in the winter. I could be down south if I have to. Yeah, you could, and then that makes sense because I'm a I'm a I'm a cold boy anyways. So I I like the north up more. There you go. And so I go fur instead. There which, you go. We we disagree. Agree to disagree. Wow. Scales. I don't know. I thought about fur, but then scales sounded intriguing, so I went with scales. <laughs> Just because it was intriguing. I don't know. 
Just whatever happens, happens. Yeah. I feel like my, my skin's kind of scaly anyway. What's the yeah, difference? Yeah, you pretty Getting ass. Old. You got to lotion up. That's right. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right, get into the next segment. All right, the album's from the year 1975. All right, fine. So this is... Almost a dry run to look into yeah, this. Okay, for why more. don't you set this one up? Because you're the one that picked this. Okay, so yeah, I saw it, I saw it on a TikTok. Okay. I already plugged the guy. TikTok again. Yes, we talk. Uh, this is the same guy. Oh, sorry. Same guy. Same same premise of TikTok. Okay. <laughs> I saw it on a TikTok. I was like, well, shit, that's pretty cool. I would like to do that on the podcast. And then I called him up. I think right away, and I was like, okay, this is what we should do. No, I said this is what we're gonna do. We're not, not we should do it. We're gonna do it. Okay, we're gonna do it. Well, I uh, I I and then go listen to the some p- albums from 1975. Okay. Okay, twist my arm. They're fun albums anyways. Right. And so uh, there's, there's a lot of great albums that came out in this year. We'll get through the list. I have. I think I brought like ten or twelve. There yeah, some. and I think I picked. A, I went and downloaded a. You a, you listened to a couple of them too. I did. So I down. Well, I I found a, a website called LouderSound.com that has twenty great albums of 1975. And I of course I picked rock albums because that's what I want to listen to. That's fair. I didn't pick anything else, so it's not going to have anything else other than rock. So that's it. <laughs> I mean, uh, to okay. be fair, rock was like the pop of 1975. To be. Kind of honest. Uh, yeah, let's say. Let's, let's, yeah, what do you mean? Yeah, yeah let's say. Well, it it, it I mean, was. That was, cool, that was the cool, popular thing to listen to. There was some cool stuff that came in 75. I mean, it was kind of like. Some? Okay, well, there's a lot. Okay, we'll start off with mine. Uh, Queen's A Night at the Opera. Yeah, I got that one. I think that's on my list too here. How can you just say that's just kind of cool? Oh, Queen's yeah, A Night I, at the Opera is massive. Well, that has Bohemian Rhapsody on it, so that in itself is pretty cool. And, yeah. I mean, I, I should probably look up the Queen. Well, I'm pulling it up right now. Up um, song list. All right. You're my best friend. Oh, that's classic. A, a yeah. prophet of uh, the prophet song. Uh, yeah, I suppose. Yeah. I, I mean, they, I mean, I mean, there's some good ones, but I think it's obviously carried by Bohemian Rhapsody. It's, well, it's, Bohemian Rhapsody, you know, if you look on there, it's like they've got 1.3 billion plays. Well, that's yeah. Because billion. It, it, plays. it had a really massive resurgence after. The whole so, okay, what what rank is, I mean, do you have Queen? Where do I find the rank on this? Uh, you scroll down a bit. I got a 34th in the world. Really? 34th. Not only 34th? Only 34th. They have 38 million listeners. That's pretty damn good. Yeah, I would think they would. They, oh, yeah, 34th in the world. Duh, it's right there. Mm-hmm, it's right there. I see that. So 38.6 like, million monthly listeners. God, that's impressive. It is Considering that the lead singer's been dead for. Oh, there goes the speaker. God. Damn it! Anyway, since what eighty six? Yeah, he's been dead for a while, but I mean, it helps with the resurgence of uh, the. It, I mean, so isn't it like something like the statistic is like uh, Bohemian Rhapsody has charted in like four decades or something like that? The first one was this. The second one was Wayne's World that helped push it back up because they were just singing in the car to this song, which was electric. <laughs> and then uh, I know recently it charted because of uh, Bohemian Rhapsody, the right. movie. So let's play a little bit of You're My Best Friend. How's that? Fair enough. You got 20 seconds of You're My Best Friend from Queen. Which, again, that's a, isn't even the best song in the album. No, it isn't. It but, isn't because everybody knows Bohemian Rhapsody. Rhapsody so, but so, everybody yeah. forgets about the rest of the album. Yeah, and this is this is a really iconic song to come out from okay. the nineteen seventy five. Fair enough. 
All right, so your next album you got is Fleetwood Mac's... Fleetwood Mac's Self-Titled. Okay, so this is the one that has Landslide on it, doesn't it? Yes. That's what I thought. So this it, has, where... it has Landslide, and I think that's their big this one. This would be the one prior to Rumors. It would be right before Rumors, yeah. So this is the one that set up Rumors. Rhiannon, I think that's the R- name. Rihanna, yep. Rihanna. Uh, yeah, that's on here, too. Yep. Uh, Landslide, Say You Love Me. Yep. Some big songs. Don't say that you love me. Yeah. So, I mean, like this. Don't say that you love me. Yep, there we go. Landslide, yep. Like how we talked about Green Day earlier. This was a great setup album. Monday Morning is fun. Exactly. This is a great setup album for Rumors to come out. Oh, yeah, for sure. And so, like, this is a great jumping off point. And this album in and of itself is still pretty good. Nobody really talks about it because it's really overshadowed no, no, by. No, it, it is really the, overshadowed by rumors. It's overshadowed by rumors because rumors is. I mean, obviously, we talked about it before with Michelle being on the podcast. Um, rumors is amazing. Uh, to be fair, it is one of my liked albums too that I've just come into listening to more and more. So, like this album is cool. I like it. I, I don't think it gives enough credit to it. Monday morning, you show. little bit of Monday morning from Fleetwood Mac. It's a Monday morning. Monday morning, you sure look fine. Yeah, and so like uh, Fleetwood <laughs> Mac, is it's a great album, and it's, uh, like we said, overshadowed by rumors, which is unfortunate. So the next one, you listened to I listened to, to it this morning, actually, while I was making breakfast. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I, I was asleep through it? Yeah, you I, slept through it. I didn't wake up when you were playing this. Were you playing it on vinyl? Uh, no, I was actually playing it on Alexa. Oh, really? Yeah, I Bluetoothed it. Mm-hmm. My phone was actually working. Wow, perfect. Yep. yep, and I got to play Aerosmith, Toys in the Attic. And I think, again, another album that kind of slips from everybody's playlist. Um, it is, a, I mean, if you think about it, some of the songs that are on here are Run This Way, or Walk This Way. Holy crap, what the hell? It just starts playing. Okay, fine. Uh, I guess, but you got Toys in the Attic, you've got Walk This Way, uh, the Big Ten Inch Record, which is not what everybody thinks it is, Sweet Emotion. Um, I mean, it's got really good songs on it. The second half is kind of crap, but uh, No More, No More is No More, No More. I guess it's okay. No More. So Round and Round is kind of quiet, and then You See Me Crying is, mm. last two songs suck. But anyway, the rest of it is really good. Uncle Salty, meh, here and there. Adam's Apple, it kind of started. But you got Toys in the Attic, Walk This Way, Big Ten Inch, Sweet Emotion, No More, No More. Impressive. Not bad. It's not bad indeed. No, it's not even fun. So I had fun listening to it this morning. Like, uh, yeah, it's it's something that's being, I guess so this, I, this year I would consider it as like the year of overshadowing. Right. Well, okay. Even your next album you got on here is Kiss Alive. Yeah. Alive is pretty sick. Well, it's the first live album from Kiss, I believe. Yeah. Now they've got you know they've got Alive Two. They've got I think they've actually, got a trilogy. I think Alive Two is actually better than Alive, but they have a trilogy. Well, they got Alive Three now too. They have Alive Three. Oh God, didn't know that. Okay, fine. Um, but Alive was the first one that really took off on their on their live albums, and I think. It, so what year did what year did Peter Frampton's? Um, I don't know. You lost me there. Uh, Peter Frampton's whatever it is. I know Kiss. I don't know Kiss that well. No, I know uh, Peter Frampton's. Uh, what the? Come on, spit God it out here. God damn it! What do you? What do you? Well, no, but his biggest live album, Peter Frampton's 
a great singer, but he wasn't very popular on his other music. Yeah. But he puts out this live album. It happens to be the best live charting album ever. Come, uh, Peter Frampton Comes Alive 2 or something like that. Um, hmm, Tingit Comes Alive. I mean, I, hang on a second. All right. Now well, I got to find it. Yeah. We'll God damn search. it. So but this, anyway, just I, I was wondering when that what what uh, what year that Peter Frampton came out because that was um, kind of in the same time frame as Kiss Alive. Mm-hmm. So yeah, comes alive. Yeah, seventy six. Seventy six. So, so it's a year later. Right behind. Yeah. Yep. So Peter Frampton comes alive. That one becomes the best selling live album. Interesting. At least through. Even the '80s, I think it still was best live selling album. But anyway, Alive was a was a good album from Kiss. Um, so now I'm gonna go back and try to look up Kiss again because I can't remember all the songs <laughs> off of it. Uh, so but uh, did, rock and roll all night. I was gonna say, do they have Detroit Let Rock go, City? Rock on and that roll. One? What'd you say? Is it Detroit Rock City or is that on two? Detroit Rock City is on two. That's why two is cool. See the problem with Alive. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness! Oh, that's right, because Destroyer came out in '76. Yeah, so that's out, the problem it right there, yeah. right? In yeah, front of Destroyer, right? So that's the reason. So, but they got Strutter. That's cool. Hotter than Hell. Yep. Yeah, I mean they got some good songs on here. Yeah, it's not bad. No, I think it's cool. Rock and Roll All Night. Yep. I suppose. Obviously, they're coming off of a a couple albums that weren't their best. They only had three albums out already. Which would be Kiss, Hotter Than Hell, and Dress to Kill. So they're pulling songs off of those three. Right. And, like, obviously those aren't the Kiss's well-known better albums. Well, Destroyer is probably there. I And I think Rock and Roll All Over. I mean, really, Destroyer, Rock and Roll Over, and Love Gun. When you hit those three, boom, that was them. And then when they hit Dynasty, I, I just kind of, it just, everything took off from there. Yeah, they were just massive and then but then they kind of got too big for their britches and they kind of i think they got a little cocky to be honest with you because i think they're I really think not that great of a band but they're great they're live. really great live i was like that kiss <laughs> is a really fun band to see live i bet right but but, but i mean but really just, if you think about what, it gene simmons is not the best artist but i there, i'm right? a fan of lick it up when they started going without makeup and animalized i liked and uh asylum i and crazy nights i think their 80s albums were pretty good when they t- started to focus on them, them so yeah, their music more they, instead yeah, of anything think, else. Well, they kind of got rid of a couple. Not saying that Ace Frehley and Peter Chris were were bad players. I I just think that I think they checked out and they just and gave Paul up because they knew they had Paul fame. and Gene either didn't want them in there anymore or uh, you know they thought they were better than they really were. And they and I think I, I'm pretty sure Ace Frehley thought he was better than he was. He's a great guitar player, but he going out solo. Didn't it's kind of hard for a guitar guitar player to go solo. Yeah, it's it's really easy for. I mean, he like, can sing, singers, but, but I, not as but well. But he's not he's not Paul Stanley. He's not Gene Simmons. Mm-hmm. He can't he, sing as he can sing, good. but he's just not not the same. Yeah. Anyway, okay. So that was Kisses Alive coming out in 1975. Do we want to play anything from this? I mean, you can. No, where, no. Where do we want to play? I don't know. Should we play a little bit of Hotter Than Hell? You can. Yeah. I don't care. That's enough of that one. Okay. <laughs> All right, so that was Kisses Alive there. Next album up, uh, not Jeff's favorite, but he might be liking him more and more. Yeah, I am. Uh, Bruce Springsteen's Born to Run came out in 1975. Know, I, I well. really wanted to listen to this one this week, and I just because I've heard a lot about this album and I did not listen to it, but 
that. I probably will at some point. Just, I am becoming a Bruce Springsteen fan, and I'm sorry. I mean, that's not a bad thing. Springsteen is a really great songwriter and a good guitarist. I know, but Mom hates him so much. Just because she hates him doesn't mean you can't love him. I know. I'm sorry. Bruce like Springsteen's song. I, like, I really liked his new album. Uh, Thunder Road was a really big song on this one. You have Born to Run being the biggest. It, it was really a front half fiasco. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to bother playing this thing because... I mean, we're going to just kind of go through these anyway. Yeah, so. we can stop playing them. But, I mean, Born to Run is carried by the song Born to Run and Thunder Road. 10th Avenue Freeze Out is pretty good. I like Backstreets as well. But after that, I don't know. Like, she's the one meeting across the river in Jungle Land are not my know. preferred Bruce songs. No, not really. To be fair, I never got into Bruce Springsteen until recently because you never got me into Bruce Springsteen. No, I did not because I didn't like him. Because you didn't like Bruce Springsteen. So, <laughs> like, I've been slowly starting to understand that Bruce Springsteen is a really great guitarist and a yep. really great uh, songwriter and singer as well. Sure. Let's go with that. He's top 10 or he's top 50 guitarists <laughs> of all time. Uh, okay. You can't go. Eh, he is. You know, he is. Maybe, Maybe even in songwriting. He's top 50 singing. He's OK. Yeah. But like it, it, you combine two great things. You're not doing too bad. No, I suppose not. But I, I heard he uh, reunited with the E Street Band on Saturday Night Live last week. Oh, really? Yeah, I heard there was a reunite. I think they sang a Christmas song or something. I don't I'm know. not surprised. Yeah, it okay, Christmas what's your next one? Season. Uh, Led Zeppelin's Physical Graffiti? Uh, <laughs> what do you mean, uh? I have been after this album forever. I can't. Okay, let me rephrase that. I don't want to spend the money that they're asking for new vinyl, so I've been trying to find it used. The problem is, half the time I find it used, it's more than the goddamn new one is. This album is this album is eluding me to their no wit to my wit's end. Physical graffiti, really? Yes. Every time I see it, it's either it's thirty dollars and it's in rough shape, or if I want to spend forty dollars, I'm not quite sure I want to spend forty dollars on a new one. So I'd like to find a good shaped one for twenty bucks and I'm in. Is this your favorite Led Zeppelin album? No. Four? And that's why I don't. Four? Um. Or two? Uh, huh. Or, uh, no. You're the dog? Uh, Houses of the Holy. Houses of the Holy. Is You're the dog? No. No, Hair of the Dog is Nazareth. Oh, what, we're going to talk about that yeah, in a bit, too. About, no, that came um, out in 95. 75. Black Fuck. Dog, which is on four. Black Dog, that's it. That's on four. Yep. Or... Whatever the symbol one is. Yeah, Led Zeppelin. One of them. <laughs> one of the Led Zeppelins. All right. There's too many. Led Zeppelin has a lot of albums, but they're not good at naming them. They're very, I will give they're them. very confusing. I will, they, and they don't go like one, two, three, four, and then like. And I actually, uh, Physical Graffiti is not one of my favorites. It's just one of those ones I have to have in my collection. Yeah, you have to have it as a collector. But, but Physical I have, Graffiti I have is. one, two, oh. three, four. House is the Holy and In Through the Outdoor. I have six. Do you want to hear something funny that I'm really just realizing now? House of the Holy is track number four on the Physical Graffiti album. Yeah, but it's not the... It's, it's not the House of the Holy album. No. Did this come before House of the Holy? Oh, let me find out. Because I was, like, not really... Yeah, because I'm not attention. sure how Led Zeppelin's album list goes because they're terrible I at I think it. House of the Holy was before Physical Graffiti, but I could be wrong. Right, because so let's look at this. I well, just, Physical Graffiti was 75. Hang on. Okay, so houses we got of the Holy. One. Okay, Houses of the Holy was. Oh, where the hell is Houses of the Holy? Okay, it goes Zeppelin one, two, three, and then it goes four. Then nine, Houses. And then it goes Houses of the Holy. Yep. And, and then, then it goes Physical, physical Graffiti is 75. So Led Zeppelin four was 71. Houses of the Holy was 73. Physical Graffiti was 75. 
Presence was 76, and then In Through the Outdoor was 79. And in between, they did The Song Remains the Same, which was a movie soundtrack that they did all the songs for, and that was in 76. Then Coda came out in 82, which is kind of a weird album. This is where we kind of lose a lot of And then Mothership was 07, and then... Yeah, you kind of lose a lot of people here. Right. So I think, you know, once they got to In Through the Outdoor, I think that was kind of the end of it. The the Outdoor? In Through the Outdoor. (laughs) That was The Outdoor? In Through the Outdoor. (laughs) No, but that... Oh, that was, that was the, the outdoor. outdoor. <laughs> that was, that's when that's uh, the outdoor, and we're not coming back in. Yeah, basically, like, yeah, okay. you got most of our effort. That's yeah, our careers now. I don't know. Physical graffiti. I've listened to it um, on the digital side. There are some good songs on it. I mean, there's some. Okay, there's a quite Cashmere? A few. Yeah, but. Uh, the House of the Holy song? Yeah, but Cashmere's kind of Trampled over. Trampled Underfoot? But there's. But that's it. Ten Years Gone? No. What? What? Ten Years Gone. This song? That's not no, bad. No, that's not. I say it's up there with. See, the problem is, is Led Zeppelin has a lot of really good albums. They do because they have they have two and four and one, which are really good. They have House but of they the don't Holy. Get this song beginning. Okay, now we're going to get stuck listening to Song Remains the Same. <laughs> Close out of your app. There you go. Okay, that's the way to get... Oh, it's still playing. Oh, my God. Close out of your app. We don't need that anymore. We don't need to play live music. I did. It's still closed out of the app. Take your battery out. Take your battery out. <laughs> oh, what the hell? <laughs> oh. I give up. You can't give up. We need to keep recording. There we go. It's done. It's done. It's done, folks. That's telling me we don't need to listen to the physical graffiti because it's oh. must be stuck on the House of the Holy. House of the Holy, yeah. So so first of all, you played you played what before we went in? Wonton song? No. No. What what did you just play? You played uh, Ten Years Gone, right? Yeah, Ten Years Gone. First. Yep. And then he went on and he played uh, the song, the song remains, remains the same. From- I am going to keep in the struggle that we had because that was hilarious. <laughs> I just want to let you know that is staying in the end cut. Oh my god! This is a petition to get him a new phone because yeah, his phone be is Apple. booty cheeks. I don't care if you. I don't care at this point. Your phone is terrible my, my and it's slow. It's a Motorola, Jeffrey. It is a Motorola just because I'm cheap and I don't care. Yes, it's and a it, Motorola. It's still trying to shut down. By the way, it hasn't shut down yet. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> you might be shutting down for hours. Oh, at this God. Point. I might need to get a new phone now because it's not <laughs> We just killed it. We did it. We did it. It's done. We killed it. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, okay, uh, so that was Led Zeppelin. the T-Bubble store tomorrow. <laughs> oh, that was Led Zeppelin's okay, physical well, graffiti. Come on. What's your next one, then? Uh, Eagles, One of Those Nights? Or uh, One of These Nights? Wait, I can't One of These speak. Nights. It's a good album. What, what do you mean it's a good album? Yeah, I like that one, too. You can't. It's... <laughs> One of the top okay. selling albums. No, it's not. You're thinking artists. Well, it's one of the top selling artists. Yes. 
And I I think Hotel California is better. Obviously, but one of these nights is the big song off this album. Oh my god, it actually shut down. Oh wow. Let's see if um, start up now. Lion Eyes is a big song. Oh, yeah. Take It to the Limit is yeah, a big song. And okay, After the Thrill is Gone is their last big song, but not as big. Not as big. No. But, I mean, those three, those three big tracks make for a decent Eagles album. It, it's some, Do you own this? You own this one, don't yeah, you? I, do. I would assume you would. I do. It makes for a good album, listen. Yeah, it does, for and, sure. And the spacing out of it, it's like track one, track six, and track five like of the nine it's spaced out pretty good yeah you put five and six in the middle with your other two big songs and you lead off with your big song but you're gonna we're gonna talk about the next one which is gonna be the best one of the bunch anyways it doesn't matter okay the best one for us because we (laughs) it's best one forever (laughs) you talk about but like i'm just saying this is (laughs) we can't just skip over the eagles just because we want to talk about the next one Eh, you can't just skip over one of the one of the bigger bands of yeah the 70s in eighties, mm. really? Eh. You're not that big fan of an Eagles. I am. I, I but you could just listen to Eagles' greatest hits and not worry because that's all that really matters right. from them. Because their their albums have like three great songs and that's it. Right. I guess which is unfortunate songs. with the Eagles. Yeah, I mean, because they have like three great songs in each album, but then that's it, you know. And so then you can lean to Eagles' greatest hits and be just peachy fine. <laughs> just which peachy is no fine. wonder why it's what the second most or top most selling album of all time. Right. Isn't it? Is it? What, what's no? The greatest hits is now number one. Is it really? Yeah. Huh. It, took, it took over Dark Side and it took over uh, uh, Hotel California. No, uh, uh, Thriller. No, I think uh, no. It was another one. It was um. Oh, oh you God. keep you keep thinking here. I'll look it up. We can't have these pauses. All right, let's move on. We, well, I'll look. Wait, I don't know. My, my my phone's up and running again. Oh really? It took us that long. So if you were if you were counting along with us guys, like five minutes. Yeah. Okay. So here's the here's the top five best selling albums: Eagles' Greatest Hits, Michael Jackson's Thriller, Eagles' Hotel California, ACDC Back in Black, and the Beatles' White Album. You mean Dark Side's not even there? Dark Side is not even there. The White Album beat Dark Side? Uh, if I mean this is Business Insider, so I'm not. There you go. Quite sure if it's right or not. Well, I'm okay. looking it up on the fly. Uh, I'm not, right. you know. Yeah, there we go. Go by like top Billboard albums or something like that. Wasn't it Billboard that did that one? Uh, Pink Floyd's "The Walls" at eight. Led Zeppelin four is at seven. Um, Dark Side's at six. Top selling albums all time. I know. I'm looking it up on my phone. Okay, fine. It's it's not best. I can't keep me to my word here. All right, so let's see. Well, yeah, they got Led Zeppelin four. Wow, Billy Joel's Greatest Hits Volume one and two. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, that sucks. Shania Twain's "Come On Over." <laughs> you come on back. Yeah, it's what, it, it, what. What were we just talking about? Where it was just uh, yeah, out the back door. Was number fifty. Let's see. Yeah. Oh, okay. Linkin yeah, Park Hybrid Theory. Is we're not 49. going through this list here. Hey, Led Zeppelin Two is number forty-eight. We're not going through this list, Jeffrey. We can do this another time. Okay, sounds good. We'll save this for another episode for you guys. Sorry about that. Oh, God, Jewel's in there at 45. Oh, Jewel. This is kind of fun. Ooh, Hysteria, 44. Love Stop that. looking. We got to move on. <laughs> well, hey, hey, I'll, I'll, I'll bring you back into topic. Pink Floyd's Wish You Were Here. Oh, great album. That came out in 1975. And this is my comfort album, my favorite Pink Floyd album. And the year my brother was born, by the way. 1975? Yep. Oh, shouts out to you, Brian. Yeah, actually, it'd be Brian, not me. I didn't do anything. I know, but I was like, if he's listening, shouts out to you. 
I went from an only child to having a brother. Yeah. Oh, geez. So I got to be an only child for four years. Well, three and a half years. If you I never it. got to be an only child. What's what's no, up with that, huh? You were the one that spoiled it. Yeah. I was <laughs> I was the Brian. <laughs> yeah, you were the Brian. I was the Brian. Uh, uh, that's funny. Okay, go All on. right, so Pink Floyd's Wish You Were Here. Uh, Jeff we, and we I can speak about, uh, about Pink Floyd for hours. We've talked about this before. It made my number three album, I think, or number two. Sure. Of my favorite albums of all time. Yep. Shot On You Crazy Diamonds parts one through what, 12? Or on Nine, eight. 12, 13? I don't, I don't know. doesn't matter. It's good. It's a lot of parts. Uh, Welcome <laughs> to the Machine, Have a Cigar, and Wish You Were Here. Like, these are great songs. These are songs that I come back to. This is one of my favorite albums for good reason. It is good. It's great. It's, it's very experimental. It's great. It's very experimental. Hey, they've even got the Dixie Chicks change in here as the Chicks. Because okay. they don't want the Dixie anymore. Why? Because Dixie Cup? I don't know. <laughs> Even though the album the cover, the Dixie Cups so soothing. But you know what? Even the album cover says Dixie Chicks, but they're listed as the Chicks. I don't know. You just yeah, let they just be. need to go away. All right. So Purple that rain was... is thirty. Wait a second. I'm just stop looking. Okay. At the okay. List okay. 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 That's great. Okay, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> uh, <laughs> why don't you speak about Pink Floyd's "Which You Were Here"? Huh? This is one of your favorite albums too. I've said enough. I love that album. Okay. It's one of my favorites. Oh, that's all you're gonna say about it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> This is my favorite song on it. Which right, you right. hear the title track is my favorite song ever. That's fair. That's it. That's fair. I go back to that I song a lot. Uh, next album we have, we talked about earlier. I think we did with the top albums of all time. We talked about this a little bit. Which one was that? Uh, Bob Dylan's Blood on the Tracks. You know, that was kind of an interesting one that came up on the list. I mean, it's not one of his better ones, but obviously it was for this particular decade it was one of his better ones i guess i i think so i mean it's, I, think it got, he, it's, I think he did more in the 60s i think this was kind of like a, a resurgence a, almost yeah kind of i mean that makes sense i mean it's it's still a fairly popular album it is among a listeners. very popular album but the lowest not. the lowest playing song of the 10 tracks is at four million plays that's the lowest of all the 10 tracks on this album of all the 10 tracks four million plays is the lowest really the highest reaching up to what is it? I think it's fifty-seven million, and we got a fifty-one million off of this album alone. Off of this album alone. Wow. To be fair, Bob Dylan is very popular among my age hipster culture because they're like, "Oh my God, do you know Bob Dylan? Oh He's such a great songwriter." Oh Tangled up in the blue being the biggest song on the album. Yeah, I suppose uh, you, could, you could say that. Yeah, it, it is uh, nowadays at least. I don't know back in the day, but. Most popular nowadays, which I, I tends to lead to most popular back in the day too. Shelter from the storm coming in on a close second at fifty one million plays, but I, I I never got into Bob Dylan. I hate to say it. Why does it say I have no connection available? My phone just sucks. You're not even. I'm. I have to carry this podcast the past three artists because you've been obsessed with the top silly albums. Fixing what? your dang what are you phone. About? Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I've been over here speaking, and I don't really know much about Bob Dylan. I don't either. I mean, I do, but I don't. I don't. Like, I know, I know of him. I've listened to maybe an album or two, but I don't know yeah. Bob Dylan that I, well. I mean, he's like okay. One of our dogs is going crazy. Um, I, I'm just kind of. He's one of the best songwriters. He alive. is, but I guess I, He's like, he's like to me, Bruce Springsteen. I'm kind of starting to get around to him. You were never a big songwriter guy back in the day? No. You just liked to bang your head. Uh, yeah, I wasn't a Dylan buddy. I wasn't a Dylan fan. Huh. I wasn't either. 
That's why I said I was like, I don't know. So let's move on. All right. Oh, uh, Hair of the Dog by Nazareth. So we talked about this one when uh, Mike came on. Mike loves Hair of the Dog. Son of a bitch. Yeah. Now you're messing with a son of a bitch. Oh my God. They said bitch on the radio in 1975. Oh, I thought I thought everything was going to. I thought my parents' ears were going to bleed. Really? <laughs> I mean, then they have the ballad of Love Hurts. Love Hurts. Yeah, there you go. That's about, that's about as much singing as we're going to do. See? They should. We shouldn't be singing at all. We should be singing. No, because it, it adds to and the we, spice and flavor. And we talked about Hair of the Dog already. Yeah, we talked about it when Mike came on. Oh, that's right, because that's one of Mike's albums. Yeah, it's one of Mike's favorite albums. I think it was his favorite album. Mike, yep. So yeah, you know, I guess it's a good album. Please don't Judas me. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that one. <laughs> like that was funny. That's such a good song. I oh. like that song for no reason, oh, but I love God. it. All right, so the next one you got is one of my favorite artists, other than Pink Floyd. My favorite number two artist would be Rush. Who's your top three? That's a good question. <laughs> I'm curious now. Well. Because you have you have Pink Floyd. That's yeah, obvious. I mean. And then Rush coming in at number two. Uh, the album we're talking about is Fly By Night. Which is a good album, but then Neil Peart was replaced. Uh, we replaced their drummer from. Uh, no, he replaced the one. Wait a second. Who are you? No, Fly By Night came in. This must have been late 75 because. No, this one was the early one. The okay. other one was the late one. Okay, so the, the first Rush album was not Neil Peart. The second Rush album, which is Fly By Night, is Neil Peart. What are you talking about? Neil Peart replaced the original drummer. The original... Yeah, in 1975, yeah. And there was 275 right. released. Right. Car- but Carous okay. of the Steel was released later but than Fly the, By Night. But Fly By Night, if, if I remember correctly. Um, was written before Neil joined the band. Neil joined the band as they were going out on tour for Fly By Night because the drummer couldn't. Oh, so he didn't record like he Fly didn't, By he Night. He didn't write. He didn't write Fly By Night, but he played on the tour. He didn't record it then either. I don't know if he recorded it either. I have to go back and look. I, I think there was sure. maybe the last couple songs. Um, I know that there's something about this album that that makes it stand out because. It was right when Neil was coming in, and then Neil took over all the songwriting, and then it, everything kind of changed. It, it, yeah, Neil carried the band, and then right. So and then his like start of the other album from 1975 by Rush, which is Caress of Steel. Caress of Steel. So when I listened to this week, yep. Now here's a question. Yeah. Fly by Night or Caress of Steel? Because <laughs> that's a hard one there too. Because Caress of they're Steel both is actually really good. Caress of Steel is more. But where you're getting more, okay. into the classic rush you would no, imagine. Uh, more, no, Caressa Steel was more experimental than Fly By Night. Fly yes. By Night was your more commercial success than Caressa Steel. Caressa Steel is more or less setting up... 2112 20, and moving right. pictures. But it was setting up 2112 because it was really... 2112 was 76. Right, but if you think... If you start listening to... If you listen to Caressa Steel, you can start hearing the, the robot voices or the low monotone voices like it's a speakeasy... Going into the songs. Yeah. It was very experimental at that point. And and 19 minute tracks. Oh, yeah, there was a big There was one. a 12 minute track and a 19 minute track in Crest of Steel. Right here. Yeah, you literally. Just listen to you're, it. You're holding the final. <laughs> right. So, okay, so that doesn't make any so sense. So, Crest of Steel was more uh, experimental, but it helped guide the band to right. where they were going. And Lakeside which, Park was awesome. Yep. I mean, I, I Bastille Day is good. Lakeside Part is great. But the, the Necromancer whole, and the Fountain of Lameth were but, the big ones. Yeah, the, right. The, the problem is is that 
Caressa Steel was really the first introduction that we got to hear Neil's lyrics. Yeah. Right. So this was kind of, it's kind of like, the, it's more like the, it's almost like their debut album all over again, maybe? Yeah. Because, it could be. Well, it, like, I, I guess it's like a start over for them because right. they haven't dealt well, with it Fly By before. Night, you've got the title track, Fly By Night. Uh, there are some other good songs on that album. Uh, you have, their big one was Anthem. Yep. And then Fly By Night. Those were the two big ones off the album. Right. But, you know, the 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 original Rush album had Working Man, which was one of their top playing songs, which is the last song on the album, which, by the way, which is kind of weird. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, it's just, I, I don't know. I mean, Fly By Night is, is a good album. I, I mean, again, Rush is like... I mean, they're 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 they're, they're, they're progressive the rock. Sigh. I know it's, it's so hard to put Rush into a they're, into they're a category. Rock, they're rock, but they're prog rock, but they're experimental, but they're not. I mean, it just depends on which album we're talking about because some of the albums are a lot more experimental, like Crest of Steel and Twenty One Twelve versus Moving Pictures or Fly By Night and Roll the Bones and and all the other stuff. And then you could get into some of the stuff like Counterparts, where there's some of the newer stuff they started going back in the experimental side. Yep. I mean, I don't know. I, I just... It's hard. It is. Yeah. I mean, they did so many things. Power Windows, um, you know, Farewell to Kings. I mean, there's so many great albums, but they all had like two or three pivotal songs on them that mm. were exceptional, and then they kind of, the rest of them just kind of mellowed together. Yeah. And it was almost like they were doing those songs to set up the pivotal songs or the, the great songs. So it was like a... That's was, why, that's why Rush, Rush is a lot better as a... You have to listen to the whole album instead of picking out songs. Yeah, I think because it's, it's Rush, a storytelling. Rush is the same thing as like a Pink Floyd. Yeah, they which I, which makes a lot of sense for why you like them so much. You're right because of the the storytelling, the flow to it. So right. maybe maybe next time I give you an album, I have to give you something like that. Well, Ooh, I think I think I figured something out. Yeah, just don't give me a Kanye West or something. I like won't. That. I won't. Give, I told you, I gave you the best Kanye West album, and you right, shit on it. We, I did you, not. You did. Uh, well, of course, it was terrible. It was not. It you cannot. Oh, okay. Runaway is so good. So the last album that Matt brought for seventy-five today to discuss is Black Sabbath Sabotage. Which is also, I think, another one of Mike's favorites. I believe it was the one I was supposed to listen to that I didn't. Yeah. Right. Which I listened to it. I listened, um, I listened to the other one, which was Paranoid. <laughs> yeah, Paranoid is a lot better. Uh, unfortunately, Paranoid is a lot better in my picks. It is, yep. Uh, but Symptom of the Universe, The Thrill of It All, and Superstar are my favorites. The most popular ones being Hole in the Sky, Symptom of the Universe, and Megalomania. I don't know. I like I like The Thrill of It All and Superstar. But this is this another is, one to come is, out yeah. of 1975, which is insane. This is what, 11, 12, 13 albums now? I don't know. Let's see. You got six. You got six, 12 listed so far. And you had the other Rush one, which was 13. 13, yep. So 13 albums that you could pick out and listen to at any point. I mean, I could give you a few more because you didn't pick out ELO Face the Music, which was in Yeah, throw throw a little bit of honorable mentions out there, I guess, from me. Um, Let's see. Bob Marley and the Whalers came out with their live album in 75. Interesting. Ted Nugent's debut album came out. Ted Nugent, Ted Nugent. Yep. Was 75. Uh, Rainbow, which you didn't talk about, Richie Blackmore's Rainbow. That album oh. came out in '75. Jeez, I didn't even realize that one. Which was uh, impressive. Ronnie James Dio's first album, I believe, mm-hmm. or last the last one with Richie Blackmore, and then Dio came in. I don't remember. I I never followed Rainbow. Oh. And ZZ Top's Fandango came out in 1975. 
ZZ Top is that old? Oh my God, yes. ZZ that, Top is oh what? Yeah. ZZ Top. Let me see what their first. Album. I, I think recognize it's ZZ Top from more of the two thousands. No, you you're gonna recognize them for the eighties because it was okay. Well, yeah, eighty one or eighty two was. Uh, I didn't know ZZ was, Top was that old. I thought they were making like music no, in the 90s no, and 2000s. no, no, no. Wow. No, 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 no. ZZ Top is. I feel young now, guys. Holy cow! Yeah, well, Eliminator came out in eighty three, and then Afterburner was eighty five, which are the two best albums to me. I like those albums the best, but um, let's see. ZZ Top's first album was 1970, which was labeled ZZ Top's first album. I have that one. Is it literally called ZZ Top's yeah. first album? Uh, yeah, ZZ Top's first album. I have it. Is that literally the title name? Yep. <laughs> ZZ Top's first album. <laughs> and then, Screw doing uh, a self-titled. Let's put it ZZ I Top's think first Rio album. Grande Mud came out in 72. Trace Hombres came out in 73. And then Fandango came out in 75. But Fandango has... Uh, not it's got Tush. I mean, that's probably the best song on that yeah. album, which is one of my favorite songs. Uh, Impressive though. Yep, Tush is one of my favorites. Uh, but you know, then then they started getting El Loco came out eighty one, which is a pretty decent album. Tejas was seventy six. Eliminator came out seventy three. Put them on the map basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, Afterburner in eighty five, which when they started going into synthesizers, and then Recycler in nineteen ninety kind of was kind of the beginning of the end for me interesting yeah i didn't know they were that old they're very old wow but i think they started playing when they were like 20 Dumb, i wouldn't be surprised <laughs> yeah i mean those like They've been around 50 years yeah 50 years i think i think it's really cool to look at like a year they're interview from back in the day they're all still playing together yeah. nobody's been replaced nobody's been that's because they're, they're just, nobody really cares in that group they're just very right. mellow dudes with got, a bunch of got, beards you got frank billy and yeah, you got Frank Beard with no beard. Mm-hmm. Then you have Billy Gibbons and the other guy, which I, can't, I always forget the last guy's name. Oh. I don't know why. I, cause I remember Frank Beard because he has no beard. Yeah. He's, <laughs> he's the only one of the the players that have no beard. Right. He's the only, he's the, only the three. He's the only one that doesn't have a beard. And he's naval beard. Okay. Mm-hmm. I we think got to be getting close to an hour. Huh? We're, we're really close. I think we're just past an hour. Really? We did pretty dang good on our timing here. Wow. So, see, there was a we lot We are of... sitting at an hour of three minutes pre-editing right now. Wow. Yeah. But I mean, it's 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 pretty impressive. We we did pretty good here talking for that hour. Yeah, I was surprised. But okay, so it it's hour. it's impressive to see how many albums that came out in 1975, and to realize that that these this many albums came out in one year. Yeah, because you don't get that as much nowadays. No, you don't get the iconic level well, albums nowadays. We do, but they all sound like yours. Well, we do, but they don't come out as much. No, like, they don't. If you look at Grammy nominations. They're but not. We don't have those bands good. that are. We don't have those bands that are putting an album out every two years because no. they're forced to by the record companies or every year. Yeah, they put out an album, they tour, and while they're touring, they're writing another album. The, the, the nowadays, artists, artists these changed. days. No offense to the artists these days, but man, they're a bunch of freaking wusses. Wow, that's actually yeah, that's um, it's insane. It, it the the changes that we get are not as big as what we get before. I guess like we don't get these. Big albums like Queen Tonight at the Opera, Aerosmith, Toys in the Attic, Bruce Springsteen, Born to Run, oh, Led Zeppelin, Physical Graffiti, Eagles, One of These Nights, Pink Floyd's Wish You Were Here, all in one year. We, we don't. Did, we we didn't get, get Chris Stapleton, though. That was fun. Yeah, we didn't get Chris Stapleton. I like and um, so before we close it out here, I just want to let you guys know, we are not doing a podcast next weekend. We're going to take next week off. Because, again, sorry we're taking off so many weeks, but it's Christmas, guys. Give us Christmas a break Christmas and here. New Year's. We're Christmas and New Year's. We'll take a break. And then, we'll give you guys a break, not for us. Yeah, exactly. You don't want to listen to us. We're loud and annoying. All right, wrap this sucker up, would you? But but I, I will give them a teaser for the week after. 
They're going well, you've to... already discussed what we're... Well, you haven't even told me what we're doing. Yes, I did. I told you when I called you. You did? We are going to look at another year in review. Um... This year being 2020. We're going to talk about the albums that we reviewed this year. Well, I can sum it up right now. It's Chris Stapleton. <laughs> <laughs> were you going to say Chris Stapleton? No, I was going to just say, it sucked. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to go with your Chris Stapleton. You year Chris in Stapleton. review. 2020. It's over. 2020. <laughs> it's over. Chris Stapleton released an album that I kind of enjoyed. Yeah. <laughs> So we're going to talk about some oh of our favorite God. albums that came out this well, year. My, my, my list could be really short. Yeah, mine too. Ouch. There wasn't much. There were some cool ones, but some... Uh... Anyways, yeah. that is all we have on this episode of Pause Music. Don't forget <laughs> to follow us on Instagram at Pause Music Podcast. On TikTok at Pause.Music.Podcast? Question mark? I don't know podcasts at the end. Who knows? It might just be at pause.the.music. Well, you're um, not going to find us anyway. It doesn't matter. Hey, you can Google us. I think we have like a thousand followers on TikTok. We do? That's our biggest following count. Wow. We had over like, we're, we're, we had we're, like 15, 20K likes on that TikTok that you did. Oh, yeah, I know. I got to do some more of those. Yeah, we got to do some more of those. Okay, fine. All right, we'll just talk about that later. Uh, <laughs> we got to get with our marketing team and our marketing team being us. <laughs> yeah. Like, and, and, and Michelle. Like, yeah. Mom. Um, mom. Yeah. Mom is find mom. us on Facebook too. I don't know what our Facebook is. I say this every week. Find us on Facebook, but I don't know what it is. Search Pause the Music. You'll find us. Yep, you will. Um, if you want to be a guest on the show, we're always looking for guests. We find those episodes amazing. Let us know, and we'll try and set things up. Yeah, because we works. do get to really hear some other different. Yeah, we get to hear things that we're not used to, okay. which is really cool. All right, all right, all right. Yeah, yeah. Um, find the playlist that goes along with this podcast episode on our Facebook and Instagram pages. Sure. What do you mean? You're sure? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, you got them up sometimes. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, okay. 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 <laughs> See, this is the best part about doing it in person, because we can just do these stupid things back and forth. No, you you are. Okay. Oh, I'm stupid, huh? Well, I just, did you just, I have did you just push... Did I you have push, the stupid equipment. You are just stupid. Did you push all of this stupid onto me? I did. Okay. I gave you all of my stupid. Yep. All right. Which made me smarter. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's get out of here. I'm Matt. I'm Jeff. See you guys. Bye.